We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday, it's September 18th, it's 2020, and we have 12 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how's it going, my friend? I'm good, man. Uh, definitely ready to break this slate down. Have a couple pictures uh, that I think we can talk about. But overall, man, I think this is going to be in a... Uh, an offensive slate if I've never seen one. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited to, uh, to get rolling. Anybody that's been following along, uh, my streak of pitch, picking pitchers is still going um, terribly. And um, I'm sorry for everybody that played Aaron Nola. I just – listen, I even tried, Will. I was like, all right, I'm just going to – I played please – or um, not please, like Bieber and Nola. And I was like, all right, well, I'll just – I'll pay up for two of these guys. And um, that's, that, that still didn't work. <laughs> Well, listen, you know, once you told me that, that your pitching was off, I, I knew I was safe to go the other direction. For those of you that don't know, I reached out to Stevie today. I said, yo, I'm, I'm kind of I'm, – I'm torn here, Tanaka or Lugo. Stevie says, uh, I go Lugo, but I've been off with my pitching. I said, yeah. I said, I just wanted to bounce it off of you because uh, the um, 
the Blue Jays have really been struggling with sliders. So in the end of it all, I just ended up rolling with Tanaka, and <laughs> thank God I did, uh, because if not, I would have been been a part of this Stevie uh, pitching curse. But nonetheless, guess what? It's Friday, folks. Uh, Stevie's going to shake that thing off, and uh, all our pitchers are going to get 10 to 15 strikeouts today. So there you have it. Yes, sir. Let's get started, man. We start with the the Indians and the Tigers. Zach Plesic against Michael Fulmer. And um, listen, Plesic's a good pitcher. He's facing Detroit. Even I think I can get this one right. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know what's going on uh, in Cleveland with – but they've done a tremendous job with their pitching staff, I must say. I mean, even being being able to let Clevenger go, I mean, they've still got a pretty stout staff. And this is a staff that once had Corey Kluber. So, you know, we're not too far removed from the Corey Kluber era. Still have Carrasco. Um, God, what was the other pitcher they had? Da- Danny Salazar, do you remember that? I oh, mean, yeah. Th- there were some good pitchers to come through Cleveland. Uh, this is just another guy, Zach Please, that's coming through again against a, a really rough Detroit team that is, my goodness, if you look at this lineup, red, 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 and played IQ, which means there are tons of strikeouts to be had. Uh, definitely a top option on this slate. Yeah, I think he's he's definitely one of the top, if not the top, like, point-per-dollar option on the slate. Um, you know, there are some good matchups. On the slate, but if we look at like 8,500 for a guy facing Detroit, it's hard not to to really like him in this spot. Um, we have uh, Michael Fulmer on the other side of this game. They're going to do that whole like um, Fulmer throw like two or three innings and um, Daniel Norris, like this is what they've been doing for a lot of the year. Um, do you have any interest in this pitching situation? No. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass. Um, any interest in the Cleveland Bats? Well, listen, man, Cleveland came through for me uh, on the on the previous slate. Um, I, I think they're okay. Um, you know, if we get two or three innings of Fulmer, which that's what I fully expect, you know, they could definitely get to him. They're not my favorite stack today, like they were the other like they were the on the previous slate. Previous slate, there was a lot more wind blowing out, I think at about 14 miles an hour, if I'm not mistaken, from from weather edge. Uh, check out that weather edge too, by the way, folks. If you're not, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. So I'm going to check that again today. If the wind's blowing out again, uh, I'm definitely going to beef up my Cleveland shares. Yeah, and like, so Daniel Norris is a lefty. Um, I the, the best thing about like Cleveland here, outside of like Nyquin, is like you're going to get a pretty positive matchup, um, you know, because Lindor, Hernandez, Ramirez, Santana, all these guys are switchy. And, and like Reyes hits righties and lefties, Perez and the bottom of the order, like you're you're probably not playing a lot of those guys anyway. So I don't mind Cleveland in this spot. Um, I have zero interest in the Detroit Bats. Yeah, none. Listen, your Braves have disappointed me this week. Uh, Braves and oh, Mets. Gosh. Max Fried against Stephen Matz. Um, any interest here in Max Fried? Yeah, I mean, in, in terms of the numbers, I mean, he's been. Been fine this season. Uh, I don't see why why we can't use him. I mean, you know, 4.01 X for 23.9% K rate. Uh, I think he'll be fine here. Um, you know, he's gonna gonna keep the ball on the on the ground for the most part. So I, I don't hate it. I, he's not a must play, but like if he's a he's my he ends up being my last pitcher in. Like I'm not gonna feel bad about it. I, I gladly put him in there. Yeah, like he's expensive. They let him throw 90 pitches. Um, you know, in his 
in his last start, this is, you know, the start that he's going to be getting, you know, off the IL. I worry about like pitch count at 9,800. Um, I'm probably going to pass on this slate just because like, I like Plesic more. Um, I think like glass against Baltimore is, you know, in the same price range and like they're finally letting Glasgow go. So I'm probably going to pass on Freed. And then like Atlanta has been terrible against left-handed pitching this season. Um, I don't like Matt's here, but I don't think it's the craziest idea for large field tournaments. All right. I mean, look, in, in terms of the numbers now, like Matt's looks good, you know, on the season. XFIP looks good. K rate's good. Not walking a lot of guys. It's giving up uh, some hard contact you know, more to the left side of the plate, but the ground ball rate is kind of going to neutralize that. Uh, really where I think he's going to struggle is the right side of the plate where that line drive rate is really high, uh, 34%. So uh, I, I think I'm still going to ride it, ride it out with my Braves. I know they've been struggling overall, but right when we hop off the train, they're going to score 15 runs again, and I don't want to miss this train. So I'm, I think I'm going to hold fast, definitely going to side more with the Braves than, than Steven Matz. Listen, I can completely understand stacking the Braves here. I'm just saying, like – Matt's has been okay. He has a decent strikeout rate, and the Atlanta hitters have been awful against lefties this season. That's all I'm saying. If you want to take a large oh, yeah. field tournament shot on Steven Matz, he's 6,400. Like, you can you can load up on everything in cores. You know, like, we have Mitch White facing Castelli, Cast- Castellini or whatever <laughs> it is in cores today. So, um, the – yeah, Atlanta, we kind of already talked about their bats, Will. I think they're a stack, well, and that's kind of all I would do with them. Well, let, let me at least say this. I do think we've got what I would consider an ultimate one-off play today, and that's going to be Adam Duvall. Like, I, I think if you're not going to stack the Braves, get you some Adam Duvall today. I, I, I think he's going yard. Yeah, I get that. Ozuna is another guy at 4,900. He's super expensive, though, for a one-off. So those would be the two guys I'd be looking at. Do you have any interest in the Mets bats here? Um, I mean, I think think it's kind of a similar scenario. It's probably going to be more more one-offs than anything else. So I don't don't want to stack the Mets. But, you know, one-offs, you know, I've been playing a whole lot of Conforto this year. Hasn't really failed me too much. Uh, he's typically been pretty steady. Uh, another guy that that has, has started to heat up, Jeff McNeil, uh, start starting to heat up at the plate. And so, uh, you know, I, I think he's another guy that we can consider here. ISO isn't great uh, against the pitch velocity on this one, uh, but I, I still trust him here, a guy that doesn't strike out a bunch. But if I had to play one guy, definitely going to be uh, Michael Conforto in this spot. All right, fair enough. Lefty lefty matchup. He's expensive. He'll be uh, like three percent owned at max here. So yeah. Um, White Sox and Reds. Jonathan um, Stever against TJ Antone. Um, any interest here in Stever? Survivor, Survivor, Stever. <laughs> I, I don't think so, man. Um, I, I think this is going to be a pass. I'm, I'm definitely probably going to be more on the Reds than uh, than Stever today. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I, I think this is a spot I'm going to be playing some bats. Um, 
you know, we, we saw, we saw one start um, from this kid and, you know, it was, it was okay. Um, it was nothing great. It was nothing terrible. You know, struck out a couple guys, only allowed one on run, only threw 73 pitches. Um, and then like Antone on the other side, like we've seen him a little bit. Um, we've seen him out of relief a little bit too. So like, I don't expect him to go like too far into this game. Yeah, um, th- this could definitely be be a spot where we, we just kind of load up on the bats here. Uh, I, I always, for some reason, I actually favor Cincinnati's ballpark more than Coors. Uh, I, I love when they're playing at home for, for both sides, for, for the away team and for Cincinnati. So uh, I'm always going to side with bats here against bad pitching or, or not good pitching, below average pitching, and that, that's kind of where I'm at. Love both sides of this game. All right, let's talk bats here. Um White Sox, like, I think it's Abreu, um, Jimenez. Those are, like, my top two plays from the White Sox here. Yeah, I mean, I, I and, and I started playing a little bit more Grandal uh, recently because uh, he was kind of starting to hit a little bit better, but I'm with you. Abreu's been solid. Jimenez uh, looked really good in terms of terms of ISO numbers. I think I'll still play Grandal, uh, especially on a site like DK where you can kind of pay up a little bit. He's not going to be as cheap as some of the other guys, so – uh, I, I don't hate that as a contrarian option at, at catcher. Yeah, like, I, you know, I'm I'm team like pay down at catcher. You know me. So, um, the Cincinnati side, I love the I love the Reds here. I think they're a great stack. Um, they're one of my favorite stacks on the slate. Um, Will like, you know, you look up and down this lineup, and there's just there's there's a lot of guys with ISOs over 200 against right-handed pitching. Um, you know, this is an unproven rookie. And like it's not the best bullpen in the world, so I think this is a spot you can stack the Reds and you know play them as like a top end stack here. Yeah, man, I'm I'm with you 100. Uh, don't leave Joey Votto out of your stack. Yes, you uh, do every time. <laughs> you you start you start with uh, Winker and Moustakas. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but overall, man, this is this is a, this is a, a perfect team to target on this slate. Um, you know, prices aren't going to be uh, astronomical in terms of, you know, pu- putting a complete team together, especially when, you know, the pitching options we're probably going to be looking at are, are all going to be, I mean, fairly affordable. So I, I, I just, I like this spot. I, I think this is, a, this is a perfect team. Yeah. Like if you throw in like Barnhart or Senzel or Shogo, like the, the all, all those guys are under 3k. So there you go. Like any, any of those guys you want to play, they're all under 3K. Um, yeah. If you're stacking and Barhart's my boy. I mean, he's he's, he's a good team hitter. punt catcher. He's team punt yeah. catcher, Will. Yeah, he's 2,600, buddy. Like, this is um, this is right up my alley. Barnhart is, like, he's a guy that, like, I'll play even outside of a stack um, in this matchup. So, um, I, I love the Reds here. I think they're, they're one of the top stacks in the slate. Um, Yankees and Red Sox. Oh man, Jordan Montgomery, Martin Perez. Um, any interest here in Jordan Montgomery? Negative. Yeah, the Red Sox stink, but I I don't think Montgomery is good. So um, it's it's a pass for me. You know, two ten ISO against right-handed batters this season. Three forty-six Woba. He's gonna face Bogarts, JD Vasquez, Chavez. Doll back that like that's just five righties that'd be in there. So, um, the other side, listen, I'm not playing anybody. I don't I, like this could be Chris Sale, and I wouldn't play anybody against the red hot Yankees right now. 
Yeah, man. Uh, Yankees are, I mean, Scorching. they're they're playing out of their minds. And look, for people that don't believe in hot streaks, like, come on, man. Like, what 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 do we have to do to convince you here? And and, and I mean, I just the whole team really. I mean, if you look, even even Giancarlo Stanton hit a home run today. Uh, he's a guy that's been struggling. I mean, the, these guys are. It's incredible, and so I think I don't. I don't think Perez stands a chance. Now, look, they're not going to be at home. Maybe traveling to Boston cools them off a little bit. Uh, I don't think so. I, I think it's more of them just being dialed in. I, I think this is a smash spot for them. You just just play whoever you want. Listen, like you play Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt is smashing the baseball. The Red Sox bullpen is one of the worst bullpens in baseball. Load up on the Yankees. Like, you know, just load up on the Yankees. Like, and, and like, you do you know how hard it is as a Red Sox fan to say stack the Yankees against the Red Sox? Like, it is. Oh, I get it. It hurts, buddy. Like, <laughs> oh, DJ Mayhew um, is scorching as well, by the way. I mean, he's just hitting home run after home run at this point. Like, I mean, and he's not going to strike out. Like, it's just, it's incredible, man. Jeez. Oh, yeah. They're, um, this is, <laughs> the Yankees, <laughs> like, if you want to get off cores, Yankees, Reds. There you go. Yep. Um, the Red Sox are not the worst team here. Jordan Montgomery's a guy that gives up some bombs. Um, what do you like here for the Red Sox? Yeah, I mean, man, I, I just really wish, uh, Kevin Pillar was still in this lineup. I actually think he helped him a lot more than people realize, but uh, we still got Xander. We still got JD. Uh, I feel like JD's a guy that we have to just believe more in his long-term success, even though this team has been pretty terrible. Uh, historically, he's been really good uh, against left-handed pitching. So I think he's a guy that we look at. I think like you, you already talked about Xander. Uh, and then another guy here, Dahlbeck. I, I know on the season – in terms of strikeout numbers, he's been pretty awful. But let me tell you something. If the guy connects with the ball, it's going over the fence. Uh, so des- despite the high K numbers, I'm willing to roll him out there, especially at these cheap sub 4K pricing. So uh, he's a guy, if I, if I ended up, you know, kind of running a, a Red Sox stack, I wouldn't do it without Bobby Dahlbeck. Yep, I hate the fact that you got to play him at first base now, but he has a uh, he has a ton of power, Ta- ton of power, man, ton of power. Yeah. So, uh, Pirates and Cardinals, Chad Cool, Austin Gomber, um, any interest here in Chad Cool? Negative. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass as well. Um, I I, and I did see what just happened today, but it's like I just I can't do it. Yeah. Um, do you have any interest here in Gomber? Oh, this game's not on the slate. I was okay, that makes more sense. I was like, why can't I find Austin Gomber? Um, uh, moving on, it's a double header. Uh, Rays and Orioles, Tyler Glassnow, Alex Cobb. Any interest here in Glassnow? Absolutely. Uh, I think he's another uh top tier option on the slate. I mean, you kind of talked about it earlier, which you know, we talked about Max Fried and him being 9,800, but. You know, you look at Glass now. You look at Plesic. You put that together. I think that's. I think that's probably your cash game pitching 
uh, combination, maybe even your tournament combination. But obviously, we feel like Glasnow's in play uh, has been able to kind of get through more innings as the season has progressed. Uh, last game got through seven innings, which was which was very impressive. Uh, and he did that the last time against Baltimore. And I'm not saying he's going to strike out 13. Uh, but what I am saying is his leash is a little bit longer than when he started the season. Very excited to get some exposure to Tyler Glass now. Yeah. Um, if you want to join me in um, hurting here and in, in the pain of like my pitching this season, um, then, you know, we're going to, we're going to be playing please in glass now, um, you know, as much as we can here. So, um, you know, I apologize ahead of time, but, uh, that's, that's where I'm leaning. Like, that's how, like, that's where the slate kind of sets up for me. So, um, any interest here in Alex Cobb? Um, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think there's a reason for us to have to play Cobb. Now I will say this. Cobb hasn't been extremely bad this season. Uh, hasn't been good, but we've seen worse. I'm still not playing Alex Cobb. K rate's too low. Yeah, you know, 16% K rate on the season. So uh, you got to beat Tampa with strikeout guys. They got a lot of power in this lineup, and um, they could beat you um, deep here. So um, do you have any interest in Tampa? Yeah, um, uh, definitely. I mean, I think – and the thing about Tampa right now is they've got lefties everywhere. Uh, I mean, they can just roll them out lefty after lefty after lefty after lefty. Uh, and like you said, you know, a good, good portion or a third of this order uh, has, has – well, almost half of this order has really good power against right-handed pitching. That's low, uh, low and uh, Yoshi. And then Adames as well. So I, I don't hate it. I, I think this is going to be a spot where we can definitely stack. Uh, if they get to Cobb early, then we'll get a little bit of bullpen. And maybe they can mow the bullpen down as well. Yeah, I can get I can get behind Tampa here. Um, I think they're, they're a really interesting, like, low-end, low-ownership stack. I don't think anybody will be playing them. And, like, if Meadows is out of the lineup, like, it, all these guys are going to be super cheap. Every single one of them is going to be super cheap. So – um, I, I definitely can get behind playing some of these uh, Tampa bats here. I just, like I said, I don't think, I don't really think a lot of people are going to be on them um, just in general here. So um, not on this slate, it's too big. Oh, and this slate's loaded. We have, we've, we were like four or five games in and we've talked about so many teams already, but um, I'm going to pass on Baltimore here. Like I have a ton of interest in glass now. I probably should do like a morning grind, like hedge glass now stack. But you know, for me, this is going to be a, a pass spot. Yeah, for sure. Uh, definitely don't think it's it's necessary uh, to, to get exposure from Baltimore. Too many good teams on this slate to just hedge, I think. So definitely a pass for me. Toronto at Philly. Um, Ross Stripling against Ramo Rosso. Rosso? Rosso? Um, Rosso? Stripling. Any interest here in Stripling? Oh, boy. I, I wish I could, Stevie. I mean, just – just two years ago, I mean, Strickland was a guy we were firing up, even though he wasn't quite getting to 100 pitches uh, because of the pricing and everything. Uh, look at this season's numbers. Definitely not a guy I can play here. Uh, so he, he's a guy I'm, I'm going to be avoiding. I just can't play him at, at these numbers on the season. 5.1 xFIP, 17.6% K rate. Um, really, really struggling with righties. 
I know like the Phillies lineup a little banged up right now, but still, I just I can't do it here, Will. Um, just nothing really like jumping off the table as far as like stripling goes. Um, and then Ramon on the other side of this game, like <laughs> very small sample size, but like a seven six x fip. Um, you know, like it, it did not go well. This game's not on the slate either. All right, this is the other doubleheader. I had written it down too. It's written in front of me, Will. In front of me. And you know what? Listen, don't don't blame yourself. <laughs> blame blame the co-host. Uh, I I gotta help help keep the thing moving here. And I'm looking right at my screen, <laughs> and I see that the next game <laughs> I've got it as Los Angeles, Colorado, and I still didn't say anything because I went back to my plate IQ. My bad, man. I'll help you on the next one if it comes up. I think we're yeah. all clear here, though. All right. Listen, I um, I even have it I had it written down in front of me. Um, I think it's hilarious, though. So just so you know. Um, anyway, <laughs> like, um, all right. So we got the Royals and the Brewers. We got Danny Duffy and Adrian Hauser. Um, any interest here in Duffy? Um. I really want to play Duffy against Milwaukee. However, Milwaukee is another team that has seemingly is trying to turn a corner here. However, Stevie, I mean, gosh, man, what? I, I you know what? I, I think Duffy's in the pool today. I, I just, I think I'm going to trust the fact that Milwaukee hasn't been great this year. I mean, if, you know, they've been better against lefties overall, but I mean, two of their best hitters are over 30%. And they've got another three that are over 20. Um, I definitely think some runs may be scored. But I, th- I think Duffy, we can consider him. But it's strictly because of the K rate. Obviously, the X-Fip is terrible. It's kind of the same argument I had against the last time. He's got some stuff. Take him against a, a high strikeout team and, and see what happens. Yeah, like my my biggest issue here with Duffy is more of just like Milwaukee's actually decent against left-handed pitching. Like you can target anybody you want against them if they're a righty, in my opinion. Like the lefties have – the lefties are a little bit tougher to play um, just in general here. So I, I think that overall, if you want to take a shot on Duffy, it's more of a tournament play. Um, Absolutely, but yes. I could see why you'd want to take a shot on them. Like Milwaukee just in general this year has been, they've just been terrible. So um, let's talk Adrian Hauser here. What a, what a like completely different season between last year and this year for him. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, I, I don't want to say he's fallen off of a cliff, but the K rate is just, I mean, an incredible dip in K rate. And I know we kind of, kind of, I don't want to hold up so much of it, but you know, we talk about recent trends and you guys know, that's kind of one of the things that I like to look at And boy, you know, what a difference a season can make. Uh, last year, the guy's K rate was at 22%. Well, the past 12 months, he was at 22.2% and down to 16.2 the last 30 days. I mean, it's been, been really rough, tough sledding for him here. Um, so I, I'm definitely not going to be playing Hauser on this slate. Uh, sorry to go all the way around the barn just to say that, but just, I mean, man, I don't know what's going on, but I can't play him. So here's the thing for me when it comes to, um, Hauser, he's been really 
decent against righties this season. And, like, this is a really right-handed heavy lineup. Merrifield, Perez, Franco, Dozier. So, like, you're going to have to see what this lineup looks like before you can really make a decision on Adrian Hauser, in my opinion. Um, Like, if they go right-handed heavy, like Kansas City right-handed heavy Kansas City lineup, like, I think you can play him. Um, Like, the the guy – is just getting beat up by lefties and Mondesi's been hitting better. Sure. Alex Gordon is not Alex Gordon in his prime anymore. So like, and like Heath and Lopez at the bottom, like I, I overall, I think that like, if this lineup comes out right-handed heavy, I think Houser's in play. Um, let's talk Kansas city bats. Any interest here? Um, like I said, I, mean, I think it's just kind of one-off central. Uh, not Definitely not a team I'm going to stack. Uh, you know my affinity for Alex Gordon. Not Definitely not the same, like you said, but still a guy. I love guys that aren't going to strike out. He'd probably be one of the one of the guys I would play. Man, if we had some Ryan O'Hearn available, I, I probably could crack. If he cracked the lineup, I mean, or if we had him available, I think he'd be all right too. But all in all, um, not stacking this team, maybe, maybe Gordon, but that's about it. Yeah, I think this is a, a, a stay-away spot for me. Stay-away spot for me. Like, I just – Mondesi, I, I think he's fine outside of that. that that's it for me. Um, uh, Milwaukee, man, they're interesting. Garcia, Jerko, um, these guys have been hitting lefties this year. Duffy's a guy that gives up home runs. Like, I could see playing some of these Milwaukee bats, Will. I get it, man. Um Garcia looks good for sure. Um, I think Garcia and Jerko are kind of kind of the two. Uh, I mean, Trent Taylor, good, gee whiz. Uh, just his numbers off the charts. Uh, very small sample size on the season, but he looks good as well. I, I still think I'm going to side with the guys that I trust, though. Garcia and, uh, and Jerko, I think those would be the two guys that I'd invest in the most. Fair enough. Um, yeah, like – they're under 4K, man. Like, Jerko's 38. Braun is 36. Um, Garcia's 3K. I don't know if I'd stack the Brewers here, but I think you can definitely play, you know, some of these guys as, like, one-off plays. So, Well, Stevie, hey, don't don't forget my handy-dandy handy tool here that we pull out for guys that have been, you know, scorching the last three games. What you know, Milwaukee is up there averaging 8.67 the last three uh, scored six the last game. And, of course, at the top of the list, our good old Yankees averaging 12 runs the last three games and just going to add to that with tonight's explosion because these numbers are as of yesterday's total. So uh, M- Milwaukee is is starting to score some runs, so I-, I totally get it. It was so nice seeing the teams back out on the gridiron over the weekend. Lucky for us, it was just week one. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. To add to this week's excitement, DraftKings has millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. Draft your lineup now and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, pass, and catch means more with DraftKings. It's simple. Just pick your lineup, stand the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching the game quite like having a shot at millions of dollars in prizes. DraftKings has paid out billions of dollars to winners since 2012, so they know a thing or two about cold, hard cash. 
Download the DraftKings app now and use code GRIND. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out on week two action. Enter code GRIND to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code GRIND, only at DraftKings. Make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for more details. Uh, Arizona at Houston, Zach Gollin, Zach Granke. Um, any interest here in Zach Gollin? Yeah, I, I don't hate it, man. Uh, he's a guy, you know, I've, I've played a couple times this year uh, and hasn't really disappointed too much. Just in, in my opinion, a uh, really solid pitcher. And so, you know, I think, you know, I, I think this is a guy we can consider e- even going to Houston. Uh, X-Trip is up there, but the K-Rate's there as well. Uh, I, I feel like the K-Rate is, is fair to both sides of the plate. He's not going to see what I would consider to be too many lefties. As of right now, we have a project that he'll probably see three. I think that's accurate. Um, so I, I like him here. I, I, think, I think he's a guy we can certainly consider. He's a good pitcher, man. Like, it, the problem with Houston is they don't strike out a ton. Like, they haven't been, like, killing you with the long ball this season. But, like, overall, they're just a team that they just don't K a lot, man. Um, you know, you look at it overall on the season and against right-handed pitching, they're, what, fifth? Fourth? Fourth lowest strikeout? Yeah, fourth lowest strikeout against right-handed pitching this season. So, they're not, like, beating people with the long ball and stuff like that. Um, you know, they're 25th in home runs against righties. But, like, it's just – it's a tough matchup just because they work the count, they walk, and they just don't strike out. So, I think Zach Gollin is a very talented pitcher. But it's hard to pay up for Gollin when we have some of these other guys in better spots, in my opinion. But I do think, like, you know, you can always take a shot on him in tournaments. Um Granky, man, um, he has really, really struggled with righties this season, but he's actually been pretty decent um, against lefties. You know, using that fastball, sinker, changeup combo, um, and just kind of trying to generate ground balls. But, you know, he's, he's striking lefties out this season too. Yeah, it's incredible, really. I mean, when you look at the difference, if you, if you didn't, uh, you know, look at the splits – you see 23% K rate, 3.45 X trip, and you say, yeah, I mean, for Grinky, you know, for his age, getting a little older, looks great. But like you said, man, you go lefties 31% K rate, righties 15%. I mean, this is uh, – it's, it's unbelievable, really, uh, f- you know, for someone of his caliber. With that being said, this team is chock full of lefties, which, which means, in my opinion, he's going to be squarely in play on this slate. He's 10-1. It's such a tough ask. Like, if you want – man, I, I think he's the ultimate contrarian tournament play that nobody's going to play today. Um, like well, like you, you said. You know you know how I feel about it, man. Pay up pay up to be contrarian on a guy that's pretty much got the lineup in his favor. Yeah, he's they're going to have a lot of lefties. Uh, maybe, maybe the revenge factor facing his old team. Um, do you have any interest in the Arizona Bats? Negative, not today, but they have they've been on a tear as well out there in uh in Los in Anaheim, Los Angeles. But uh, those days are, are gone. You mean Cole Calhoun's been on a tear? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, no, listen, they, hey, Peralta's been on one too. I played them back to back. Uh, I mean, last night they, they scored what eight or nine runs last night, I think. Not wow. not to that, yeah. I mean, 
it was uh they they've been incredible. So I I I made a little money off the off the Cardinals for sure. I mean the uh the Diamondbacks for sure out there playing against Trout in the game. Cole Calhoun, man, he was he was smoking. Um <laughs> I really like I, I don't like bats in this game. Like overall, just this is one of those games I think ends two to three, four to three, even like you know, I, I just don't see it being like a really like high scoring game on a twelve game slate. Yeah, I'm with you hundred percent. Dodgers and Rockies in course. Mitch White against Ryan Castellini. Um no interest in these pitchers, right? Like we're we're fading these guys. Like we don't yeah, need to spend just, time here. Yep, go ahead and hit the X button. Yeah, let's talk bats. Dodgers against the righty in course. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, well, there like you, there you have it, dude. Like, I mean, eight point one five x fip. I'm not not. I'm sorry, six point four one x fip. Um, jeez, man, just what an incredible spot this is. And you know, I've been talking about not playing cores, but the, you know, Dodgers have already run up the score today. They're probably going to run it up again tomorrow. Uh, just get excited about these guys. Just play them all. Yeah, they're expensive, um, you know, but they're not, like, overly expensive. Um, so, I think these guys are definitely in play. Um, yeah, like, you know, you want, like, guys like Edwin Rios to be in the lineup at, like, 3400 to make the stack a little cheaper um, or Beatty or one of these guys, you know. Uh, but overall, like, you're just – you're loading up on this spot. Like, <laughs> It's just not an overthink spot. Just play a bunch of the Dodgers. Um, what about the Rockies on the other side of this game? Do you have any interest in them? Yeah, I mean, look, you know, if if, if we're going to play Dodgers, then I definitely think, you know, we can look at the Rockies. Uh, man, I feel like Trevor Story hits a home run every time I don't play him. He's the guy that I just have seemingly not gotten right this season. Um, I've taken him in tons of one-off situations. And I feel like every time I plug him in, he gets just a single. Uh, I am hoping that is not the case today. He's definitely a guy I'm going to consider. Um, you know, Kevin Pillar, a guy that doesn't strike out, doesn't have a the greatest power, but, you know, a guy that's not going to strike out, you know, love, love to play guys like that. So I, I just think if we're going to consider the, the, the Dodgers, that we consider the Rockies, even though their lineup isn't completely at full strength. Fair enough. Um, like Mitch White, we just we don't think like I don't think he's gonna go too deep here. So um like he threw like a three inning simulated game. So like five, I would think it was like max max for him. So I, I think like you could stack either side of this game. I think the Rockies are gonna be a lot lower owned. Um and like they're a lot cheaper too. Like you have David Dahl at twenty six hundred. If he cracks the lineup, if Hillard's in there, he's twenty four hundred. Um so you got a lot of you got a lot of cheap bats on the Rockies. So we'll have to kind of see um, how that plays out. Um, Twins and Cubs, Rich Hill, Kyle Hendricks, um, night before, but the wind is expected to be blowing in pretty heavily here, um, like ten to fourteen miles an hour. Uh, so that's always something we got to factor in. But I still don't think I want to play Rich Hill. No, not playing Rich Hill. Don't need a blister to bite me in the behind. Yeah, and, like, the matchup isn't terrible for what it's worth. Um, the Cubs have really struggled with left-handed pitching this season, but he's topped 90 pitches once, and that was his last time out. Um, so, like, if you think he's going to go 90 pitches at 7,600 against this team with the wind blowing in, sure. 
Yeah, I, I just think Rich Hill is is over the hill now in terms of his pitching <laughs> career. And uh, honestly, I think what we need to do is convince Rich Hill to get in somebody's bullpen. And I think if he does that, man, he'd be the ultimate bullpen arm. Uh, he doesn't have to pitch as much. I think that would cut down on his injuries if he wants to keep pitching. But, hey, I'm not a GM so uh, you know, or a club manager, so I, I can't speak to that. But he's not a guy I'm going to be playing in a starter's role at all. Um, Kyle Hendricks on the other side of this game, like – He's a ground ball guy. The wind's blowing in. Might not affect him too much. It's not the best matchup. He's 9K. I think he's, like, a safer option, but I don't think that, like, he is a guy that could easily pay off this price tag. Yeah, I mean, if I had to choose between him and Grinky today, I'm still going to choose Grinky because I think Grinky has more strikeout upside for the matchup. So I, I don't think I'm going to have Hendricks. But like you said, I do think he can get you up to 18 to 20 points if, if, if everything goes his way. And that's kind of, I think, why you play Hendricks. I don't have any interest in the bats in this game. If the win's really going to be that much of a factor, like, I'm, I'm probably going to pass here. Like, Cubs more than Twins, I think. But, like, even, like, the Cubs, like, their numbers aren't, like, anything fantastic against lefties this season. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you 100%. Um. Yeah. No Washington at Miami. No, I knew that. I I, I looked at my <laughs> sheet. You're good. Um, Rangels and Angels. Uh, West Benjamin against Jaime Bar- Barria. Uh, any interest here in Benjamin? Hey Stevie, I like that. I think I think I think we might have just might have just hit us a, a pod staple. Rangels and Angels. I like it. Uh, Is that no, what I said? I mean, yes. Yes. But I like it. Rangels and Angels. Let's get it. Uh, no uh, Jaime Barria for uh, for me on this slate. Uh, I, I don't think I'm actually going to be playing pitching on either side, Stevie. I'm just – it's going to be a pass here. Oh, so you don't like the um, Los Angeles Rangers here? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been a long day, right? Um, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I Man, the Rangers are so bad – and, oh, like, man. he's 6,500. Well, you, you know what? Let me say this. If I could consider uh, uh, playing Mike Fires against this team, I guess I could consider playing Jaime Berea. So, you're probably right, man. And I don't even think he disappointed that bad. I think he was okay. But I, I just think – I, I just think we've got better options in that mid-range. And, and that's kind of what's going to keep me off of them, I think. Man, so, like, if I was playing the 150 teams, I think I'd have a little exposure to him for what it's worth. Uh, I'm not, so I probably won't end up playing him. But I'm just saying, like, if you are playing 150. But I could see, like, playing some bats against him, too. Uh, because, like, some of these Texas bats are, like, super, super cheap. Um, so, like, I could see potentially using some of these guys. Like, Tavares batting leadoff on the road at 2,100. Like, he's very playable. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, that's the enticing thing about Texas. The, I, really, I Calhoun's 2,100 batting second? That's what I know I'm he's saying. Been, I was just going to bring that up. Like, like He's been terrible this year, but 2,100 for a guy that like we know has a ton of upside? I mean, I, I don't think we need Texas on this slate, but 
they could be a really good secondary stack, you know, against the Dodgers. And, man, at that point, all you need them to do is kind of get some double RBIs and they could really pay off for you, especially if you're going to have – if you could get really good pitching in there. Like, if you can get Plezak and Glass now with the Dodgers and these cheap Texas Rangers, uh, you, you could do some damage. But they've just been so bad. Yeah, man, like, okay, just maybe one-offs. Like, one-off of Willie Calhoun at 2,100. One-off of Tavares Baton leadoff at 2,100. Like, one-offs. Just to, like, maybe I want a Yankees stack, and, like, I, I need some cheap bats to make it work or something. Like, Yeah, I, I mean, Odor's, Odor's not bad, but I'm assuming we probably want Muncie at second. Like, I <sighs> – gosh, Stevie – God, you're making me consider the Texas Rangers here, and I, I did not. I don't want to do stack them, Will. I don't want to stack them, but like, no, no. But I'm saying like some two mans, like some Gusman, yeah. Calhoun, and you know, hopefully, maybe one of them knocks it over the over, over the fence, and there you have it. Like that's what carries you to your tournament winnings. Uh, Angels bats against this young lefty. Like he's showing a little bit of strikeout upside. Um, it's you know pretty small sample size still, but looks like he's going to be a guy that you know gives up some hits and you know he's not going to go deep that's the thing like he's just not going to pitch deep here so what are your thoughts on the angels um i mean man kind of kind of same old same old look at fletcher you know look at rendon trout trout really has been struggling uh this season stevie i think you got a text from me the other night i mean i was in prime position to make some noise here angels were going off and i opened up my my MLB app and saw that Mike Trout was doing absolutely nothing. However, guy's still a professional hitter. I think if you're stacking the Angels, you consider him. But a 31.4% K rate on the season, definitely not what we're used to. Um, Moving on, we got the Giants and the Athletics. Trevor Cahill against Chris Bassett. Um, any interest here in Cahill? Or I guess it's going to be Logan Webb. I read that earlier that it was going to be Logan Webb. Yeah, I, I, I'm not playing Logan Webb, and he hasn't. That's the crazy thing about it. Like Logan Webb hasn't been terrible as well, but I, I, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna play him. Not, not against this team. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I just, I don't think I can. I don't think I could do it. Like. I don't think matchup's the worst thing in the world. Um, Oakland, you know, they're dealing with a few injuries here, but I just – I don't think you need it, right? Like, you just – you probably right. just don't need it. Um, like, they have such high walk rates, too. Um, like, that's always a concern. So, we're, Logan Webb has a really high whip. Um, Bassett on the other side of this game, like, the Giants, they might be for real. They might actually be good. Yeah, and uh, listen, I was talking about those that, that Arizona uh, stack that I had the other night. Well, guess who I stacked them with, Stevie? I stacked them with the Giants and rolled that stack to the late light hammer to the money. So, and and, and here's the crazy part, Stevie. I actually, um, I actually had a little bit of Bundy that night, and Bundy got blown up. Uh, so, uh, at any rate, like you said, the Giants are for real. I like what's happening here. Um, I think we can play a little bit. I don't want to stack them against Bassett, 
But in terms of one-offs, I mean, I don't mind Dickerson. I don't mind Belt. Uh, Brandon Crawford finally hit a home run the other night, so don't hate him as well. Um, kind of, I think I kind of go with, you know, try to go with the platoon. He strikes out lefties a little bit more, but he's given up more power to the left side of the plate. So uh, more than willing to, to play these lefties. Yeah, I don't, man, this is another one of those games that, like, Dickerson Belt. Uh, is Belt still free? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, they might man. They might price him up by the end of the year. Well, dude's hitting three hundred with eight home runs. Like, yeah, and, and he's still under four K. Uh, welcome back, Mister Belt. Yeah, um, I don't know. This is not like one of those games where I just like love, but yeah, yeah. Man, I, this is a this is a game that stinks. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm not even gonna try to sugarcoat this game. This game stinks. Um, like, I'm looking at pricing on this game. Logan Webb's been decent against lefties. I want to play Olsen and Listella and Grossman, and, like, those are the guys that, like, you know, Logan Webb might pitch well against. So, like, this game is just, like, I'm not paying 5K for Olsen. Grossman at 4,100, sure. But, like, overall, this this game outside of, like, Brandon Belt stinks. This game stinks. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm – not paying 4,800 for Listella. Like, no. <laughs> of course not. Which is why these Texas bats are, are may sneak into our lives more than we we want them to. If if we want to play some Dodgers, but like we talked about, we've got plenty of teams we can stack at the front side of this slate. Uh, and I'm with you, man. Uh, you know, I, I like you said, I don't hate Grossman. He's a guy that I typically play, but overall, I, I don't think we need this game or or either of these pitchers to take down a tournament. Right, we always we, we have the question on expert survey every day, like how are you going to differentiate yourself from the slate? And like when I'm looking at the slate, like I'm going to consider, like my ownership is going to be heavily Yankees, Reds, Dodgers, and, and like I'll fill in outs with some of the cheap bats that I need from these other teams. Like, and like if you want a late night hammer, here you go: Padres and Mariners, Chris Paddock against Yusei Kikuchi. Um, this is the late night hammer. Um, do you have any interest here in Paddock? Um, I feel like I have to have some interest just because I feel like he has the stuff. The numbers are, are st- have still been okay this season, like 25% K rate, 3.57 XFIP. I mean, everything looks good. The problem is he's just, he's giving up so much power to the left side of the plate. But I mean, I think, I think he's still okay in, in tournaments. Yeah, I think he's definitely in play in tournaments. Um, like Seattle, we you know we haven't really saw a lot, seen a lot of this team. Um, you know, a lot of these guys just got called up, so we really don't know what to expect. So I think Paddock very much in play here for tournaments. But Kikuchi's a guy that I've used a ton this season. Like he is not a guy I use here. I, that's why I said I think the Padres are your late night hammer. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and listen, he's he's throwing high heat, of course, but. Uh, the Padres, these guys, I mean, man, they've been fantastic. Even if you look at the numbers, I mean, they're destroying fastballs. Pretty much the whole team. Uh, you look at, at Fernando Tatis, uh, the contact numbers are 77%, so not quite in the 80s that I like. But, I mean, he's got a 286 ISO 50% hard hit rate. Um, you know, and Jerickson Profar looks really good today in this spot, so – 91% contact rating. He's he's a he's a professional let's get on base guy anyway. 
Uh, but still, you know, you got a guy like that that's going to be, you know, behind a lot of their home run hitters. I, I, I like it a lot. So I'm with you. Definitely think this could be uh, a midnight hammer spot. Yeah, like the only team that I have any kind of interest in, like I, love, I like the Padres, but um, I don't have any interest in the Mariners. Do you like any of these guys? Negative. Let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here for the weekend. Um, Will, give me a guy under 8K to get uh, six or more strikeouts on the slate. Oh, boy. I hate to do this because I think he could get six or more and still get beat up a little bit. I'm going to go with Steven Matz. So that was my guy. That's who I was going to take, too. Um I guess Rich Hill. It's like Rich Hill or Danny Duffy. Um, give me Rich Hill, I guess. Yeah, Maybe. Duffy. You know, Duffy would have been my second choice. Rich Rich <laughs> Hill with, with the curveballs and the wind blowing in, and maybe who knows? Um, give me a guy over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Uh, I think we're going to go with Mr. Safe himself, Mr. Kyle Hendricks. I don't feel great about it. Um, just because I do think he could get there, but I think he's probably one of our better choices. I'm going to go with Bassett. Um, I'm going to take the advantage of the fact that he's 8,100 and he kind of fits and I think everybody else um, gets there. So uh, give me a guy over 4K to hit a home run that's not in course. Uh, you know, we talked about this game a lot. Um, I, re- I really like this team today. And I, he might be on your list, but at this point, give me DJ LeMayhew, man. The guy is just raking right now. I thought you were going to take my guy. I've taken Luke Voigt the last couple of days, and I just keep getting free home runs, so might as well just take <laughs> him again. Um, <laughs> well, we're in the same game. Yeah, I thought you were going to take him, though. I was like, oh, man, he's talking about, oh, this team's been hot. Oh, he's going to take my guy. Um, give me a guy under 4K to get two hits, not in course. Yeah, man, uh, I think I'm going to go on the on the other side of this game. No, I'm not going to do that. Let's go with the guy that we kind of talked about. Let's go Willie Calhoun at 2,100, man. I just – he's still even though he doesn't have the power, he's still – his just K numbers are just fine. Uh, so, yeah, let's go Calhoun. I'm going to go with Jesse Winker, 3,900. Um, just going back to that game, just wanted to th- – Pound that Cincinnati drum one more time. Uh, Will, give me a stack to score six or more runs. I, I don't want to put a caveat on it, but I'm going to go ahead and go with Cleveland. Um, I, I think this is a spot where they can continue to get off here. So I'm, I'm going to go with Cleveland. All right. Um. See the Dodgers are in cores. The Yankees are against my Red Sox. Give me the Reds. I'll take Cincy. Yeah, I assumed <laughs> you would take the Reds, so I went with my my secondary. Um, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nah, man. Another another NFL season is is uh, is upon us. We got it at the end of the week, man. Everybody manage those bank rolls and and let's get through this season profitably. All right, um, that's going to wrap it up here for Friday. Hope everyone has an awesome weekend. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you again on Monday.